Hello listeners, this is Brendan Jones of the Tesla City Stories. The following podcast is a recreation of a 1940s episode from the catalog of the Tesla Broadcasting Company. You have not, I repeat, not fallen through a hole in the space-time continuum. As far as I know. Please enjoy! And now we bring you an encore presentation of the Tesla City Stories. It's 1944, and TBC is on the air again. TBC! The Tesla Broadcasting Company and Claymore's Nick Proof Razor Blades take you back to the rough and tumble days of the western frontier along Shepherd's Trail. Missouri, 1879. A hard place to make your way and an even harder place to keep your family safe. As Dr. Emil Dragonic has learned in his seven years of life on the range, he's brought his daughter and young son to the bustling town of St. Louis to secure them passage to a better home and a better future. Mila, Bartol, stay close and keep an eye on each other. Such a large city, Papa. How do people live in such noise? It's certainly not Owensville, is it? You're too young to remember where we came from. Where I came from? You were born on the boat! Yes, she was. Your mother always called Mila her little mermaid. I remember her. Good. That's all that matters. Will the horses be alright in that stable while we're in town, Papa? Of course, Bartol. They will be fed and cared for... St. Louis may be loud, smoky, stinky, a stinky city, but the people here are civilized. That's right, you mongrel. You faced me right here. You called me a yellow liar, and that can't stand. That's what they call a slander on my good name. Papa, those men! Come away, Papa. Well, this is where you step off this mortal coil. Ain't you gonna say something? Do you need me to? Well, no, I guess not. We go on three. Cover your eyes, children. One, a two, three. <laughs> Holy! I never seen his hand move. Bartol, did you look? I might have peeked a little. Ugh, barbaric. Come now. There is the hotel where we will be staying. Welcome to the International Pearl. Stamp this. Soil off your shoes and stay a while. Uh, thank you, miss. Are you Miss Pearl? <laughs> oh, no, honey. Just her humble employee named Suzette. A pleasure, I'm sure, but I need to acquire a room. Oh, I gotcha. Well, that's Pearl right over there behind the bar. Ah, thank you. Mila, watch your brother. I will get our room key. Yes, Papa. Sure thing, mister. Room 11 at the top of the stairs. That'll be a dollar. In advance. Of course. Uh, Here you are. If there's anything else you need, let me know. There is something, actually, a service I need performed. Well, you came to the right place at the right lady. 
We accommodate all kinds of tastes here. Uh, I need to hire a man. Okay. Uh, someone who knows the Overland Trail. Someone who is good with a gun, who can provide escort to my family on a long trek. Oh, that kind of man. <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, I got a good idea who you're looking for. Fellow by the name of Shepard. Ah, uh, good. And who is this fellow? Speak of the devil. Well, there's your man right there. Him? I just saw him gun another man down in the street. That fellow was Clement Driscoll, a notorious rustler from Montana who never saw the inside of a jail cell because his uncle's the governor. Shepard just called him on it. That's all. But still, wasn't that murder? Why isn't this man in jail? Why don't you ask him? Come around, Pearl. Right away, Shepard. Mr. <clears throat> Shepard, you want to know why I killed that man? Thanks, Pearl. I am sure it's none of my business. I am no ready killer, sir. I only pull my gun to protect others or myself, like you saw just now. Or in the defense of an ideal, such as the four years I wore Union Blue. Fine reasons all, Mr. Shepard. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Dr. Emil Draganik, and I was wondering if I might employ you as a guide. If that is, you are as knowledgeable of the frontier as Miss Pearl purports. You kidding? Shepard here probably blazed half those trails. <laughs> That's all right. I can speak for myself. Where are you heading, Doc? Gonna seek your fortune out west? The other direction, actually. We are going back to New York. Huh. Most folks looking for guides are chasing California gold. No, <laughs> I have already made my fortune out there, as you can see. That is quite a shiny rock you got there, Doc, but you'd best put that away if you want to keep it. There is much more just like this if you will agree to take us east, Mr. Shepard. A man who's made his fortune could easily hop a train, ride in style all the way back to New York. But you're wanting to cross half the country on horseback? I have my reasons. You expecting trouble on this trip? No, not at all. But my priority is that I keep my family safe. Hmm. Those youngsters over there? Yes. Uh, children, come here. Papa, this lady says she would come to our room and dance just for us. Suzette, how many times I gotta tell you to steer clear of the nice folk? Oh, Pearl, I was only... Uh, this is my son, Bartol, and my daughter, Mila. Children, this is Mr. Shepard. Pleased to make your acquaintance. Holy! New York, huh? Well, I'll tell you what, Doc. We'll both sleep on it. If I decide to take the job, I'll see you here for breakfast. It's a deal, Mr. Shepard. Bright and early the next morning, Dragonic found Shepard waiting with two plates of bacon and eggs. A deal was struck, and plans were made for the journey east. While they busied themselves the rest of the day purchasing supplies, another meeting was being held in the cellar of the International Pearl. Oh, I am telling you, boys, it was a hunk of gold as big as my fist. Man, ain't that big? You got a tiny fist. Oh! Ooh. <laughs> big enough, though, right, Darrell? It'll do, Suzette. So are you thinking we need to relieve the good doctor of his worldly burden? Of course. 
But we gotta be smart about it, Henry. You boys are too likely around these parts. Now I know they're heading out across the river tomorrow, setting off on a long trek with Shepard. What? Shepard? You didn't say nothing about him being a part of this. He's just a man, Dalt. Good with a gun against one fool in the street, but we've got the numbers. Oh, you're the smart one, Henry. And that's why I want you to go round up the cousins' cousins. Now, this is what I'm thinking. We lay back a bit and give my head start. And when we do swoop on down, they will never know who done it. <laughs> Under a gentle spring sky, Shepard and his small flock cross the mighty Mississippi by ferry and then make their way into the gentle hills of Illinois. Mr. Shepard, sir? What is it, Bart? Is Shepard your whole name? <laughs> it's the part I like. It's only because i seen that burned into your saddle there. Jay Shepard. And I just wondered is all. Well, wondering's good for a young mind. Do you think you might... Do, do, you, do you think you could teach me to shoot like you? Bartol, stop pestering Mr. Shepard with your silly questions. Now don't you worry about that, Miss Mila. i tell you what, Bart... You figure out my first name, and yeah, maybe I'll show you a trick or two. Really? Sure. John, Jack, Joe, Joseph, <laughs> Jeffrey, Jacob, Jasper. <laughs> I'm sorry about him, Mr. Shepard. He's such a child. Am not? I'll be 11 in a month and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're all done growing, I suppose. I'm 17. That's practically an adult. You ask Papa, he can barely manage without my help. I'm sure that's true. Most girls I schooled with already have husbands. Have you ever been married, Mr. Shepard? Uh, no, never have. Well, that's... that's just a shame. Mila, leave the man alone. You're as bad as your brother. Are they driving you mad yet, Mr. Shepard? Not at all. How's that buckboard holding up, Doc? Good for now, but I suppose the real test will be once we leave the roads. I suspect it'll be fine. We'll be traveling just off the Mormon Trail, far enough from the big towns, but still close enough for comfort if need be. Days pass on the trail without alarm or incident when, some miles northeast of Benton... Whoa! What is it, Shepard? A rider. Coming right for us, and coming fast. We'll return to Shepherd's Trail in just a moment. Well, I certainly hope so. Why, it's Brendan Jones, star of tonight's show. Anxious to see where Shepherd's Trail leads you next? I'll say, and I hope I get to shoot somebody soon. I've got what they call an itchy trigger finger. Well, if you don't mind my saying so, it looks like you just got out of a fight. What? Oh, you mean these little dots of tissue on my face? Yes, I did just finish a scrap with my cheap, dull, no-name razor. And I think I lost. You mean you don't use a Claymore's? A what? Claymore's nick-proof razor blades, of course. Only Claymore's blades feature an edge keen enough to give you the closest shave around without nicking your face. And Claymore's blades are guaranteed to give you up to three months of daily shaves without dulling. That's some claim. That's some razor. And did you know that Claymore's nick-proof razor blades are helping us win the war? How's that, Ray? 
It's a known fact that all branches of the American Armed Forces instill in our troops a commitment to personal grooming and hygiene. And there's nothing more demoralizing to enemy soldiers than seeing the pride of our clean-shaven boys as they beat those Japanazis back across Europe and the Pacific. Wow. What you're saying is that it's almost my patriotic duty to scrape the whiskers off my face with a Claymore's razor. Exactly. Do yourself and your country a favor and stock up on America's secret weapon, Claymore's nickproof razor blades. And now, back to Shepard's Trail. A rider coming, but I see nothing. Papa, you should know by now that Jerry... Nope. That Mr. Shepard has eyes like a hawk. There. I think I see him coming. Should, should we pull off the track? Arm ourselves? <laughs> no. No, I, I don't believe that'll be necessary. Uh, hello there. Um, hello? Is he wearing... Not much is what he's wearing. Uh, good day, good people. Rain it in there, stranger. That's close enough. I will do that very thing. Difficult though that may be. <laughs> Whoa, girl. Are his hands bound? Why are your hands bound? <laughs> Why indeed? And why are you just wearing your long johns? Funny story, that. They ran him out of town. They ran you out of town? Why would they do this? Intolerance, my good sir. A simple distrust of the foreign and unnative... Non-native? A uh, person? Uh, anyway, I'm only glad I was able to offer you some warning before you venture any closer to Scottsville. As, from the sound of it, you are no Yankee Doodle Dandy yourself. You're alive, friend. And if there's one thing I got no truck with... It's lies. <laughs> lie, I'm called. Well, I've never, in all my days of that, I may have been accused of some trickery at games of chance. Accused? I, uh, cheated at cards. A few times. Often. From Bristol to Boston to uh, this place, but usually with greater success. You sound almost proud. <laughs> it's like I always say. Best not to hide your light under a bushel, because that's where you keep the extra ace. That makes absolutely no sense. That's as may be. But I urge you to consider that I narrowly avoided being tarred and feathered, and have spent the last several hours of a very brisk morning carried astray on a runaway horse. I am hungry and chilled through to the bone. Well, I can at least cut you loose. Here. <laughs> Bless you. Ah, once the feeling returns to my extremities, I would gladly shake your hand. May I ask where your company is headed? Not to Scottsville. Perfect! <laughs> Would you mind one more added to your band? Only for the security of numbers, and only for a small stretch, you'll find me an engaging companion, and <laughs> it should be apparent, absolutely harmless. Well, that much is dead honest, at least. But it's not up to me. Doc? Hmm, you trust him, Shepard? Away from a poker table, sure. We can at least get him to another town, Papa. All right. If you pull your own weight, you are welcome to join us, Mr... Wild's the name, good sir. Aloysius Wild. The expanded party traveled on, ever northeasterly, headed for the Indiana border. By day, they skirted the populated areas of the already crowded Illinois countryside and camped under the stars at night. I didn't see it. Do it again! <laughs> like that, did you, Bart? Well, it's simple enough. You just have to keep your eye on the lady, is all. 
but she's a slippery you one. You know, I think I preferred when you were asking Mr. Shepard for shooting lessons. Oh, there's nothing wrong with learning a palmless bit of dubious craft here or there. Here, Doc, you have a go. Find the lady. Did you get your fill of rabbit stew, Shepard? Oh, yes, ma'am. It was, it was mighty tasty. It's not so good as all that, but I learned the recipe from my mother. Uh, your pa told me she passed a while back. I'm, I'm sorry. Six years ago now. Not too long after we made the trek out to Missouri. Bartle and me miss her every day, but pa, he hides it real well. But it's like he lost a part of himself. I don't know how he survived. He's stronger than you think. I think you two are the reason. I think it's love makes a person strong. Don't you find that so? It can. If you don't mind me saying so. You seem a lonely sort, Mr. Shepherd. Tell me, have you ever loved somebody? I have. Once. I... I'm sorry, Shepherd. I feel like I'm prying, and I don't mean to. I suppose it's just my clumsy way of... What is it? It's those two riders that have been shadowing us almost from St. Louis. What riders? Where? They're up there, camped on that ridge yonder. But but that's a mile away at least, and the moon is barely a sliver. How can you see them? I just can. I didn't mention them before now because they've been hanging back, and I didn't want to concern you folk. But it looks like they've had some new arrivals. I don't like that one bit. Listen up, folks. What is it, Shepard? It's my hunch we're going to have us some visitors soon. First, Mila, you and Bart tie up the horses well away from camp, in that stand of trees back near the creek. Then hurry back. Meantime, we'll be emptying and overturning the cart here for a bit of cover. Come, Bartle. Uh, pardon my dullness, but exactly uh, what kind of visitors are we expecting? Doc, I got a pair of Winchesters in that pack. Load them for me? Yes, right away. Oh, that kind of visitor. Wild, do you any kind of a hand with a pistol? I honestly don't know, but it's like I always say. Here, point and pull and try and hit somebody. The evening passes intense vigil, the small group growing tired and unsure that Shepard had actually seen anything at all. When, in the indigo blue of a lightning dawn sky and from terrifyingly close comes... Here they come! Engines! A real live engine war party! Stay back, boy. All of you keep your heads down unless you're picking your shot. How, how many are there? Looks to be about ten. Hold on. Make that nine. What kind of chance do we have against nine Indian braves? Those boys are about as Indian as you are, Wild. What makes you so sure? Well, for one, there are hardly any Indians left in the state of Illinois, much less hostile ones. Secondly... Those boys are wearing wigs. Holy! You popped it right up his head! Bartle, you heard Papa! You get right back! Nearly! Ah! You base craven cowards! Don't go charging in, you fool! Nice shooting, though. That would teach you, mate. Attacking women and children. I, I'm alright. It was just wood splinter from that cart struck my eye. Oh, thank God. Looks like they're pressing the attack. Pour it on, gents! Is it my imagination, or...? They are retreating! 
did it, Papa. Uh, we did it, Mila. But the lion's share of praise goes to Mr. Shepherd. You're the best, Jed. Afraid not. Listen, we don't have time for patting ourselves on the back. They may come back, so we need to write this buckboard and be on our... Mr. Shepard! Papa, he's been hit! Is this the end of Shepard's trail? Stay tuned to the Tesla Broadcasting Company for part two of Eastward Ho on another episode of Shepard's Trail. Brought to you by Claymore's Nick Proof Razor Blades. Tonight's episode was adapted and directed by Brendan Jones and produced by Jerry Chrisman for Raygun Gothic. It starred Brendan Jones as Shepard, Greg Mansfield as Emil, Michelle Apolitegi as Mila, John Campbell as Bartol, and Daniel Roven as Aloysius. It also features Karen O'Brien, Jerry Chrisman, and Sam A. Mowry. Foley sound effects provided by David Ian and Dino D'Elfield. This is your announcer, Raymond Dupree, dousing the fire and packing her until next time. See you down the trail, pards. The Tesla City Stories is produced by Lauren McCune, John Campbell, and Brendan Jones. That's me. Executive produced by Jerry Chrisman for Raygun Gothic LLC. Additional production support provided by John Campbell. Special thanks to Sam A. Mowry of Willamette Radio Workshop, our dedicated cast of talented actors, our tireless crew, and the support of our incredible fans all across Tesla Nation. Please like, subscribe, rate, and review us on your platform of choice. And spread the word about us. That all helps to boost the signal. To learn more about us and see upcoming dates for our live performances, check out our website at teslacitystories.com.